Welcome to Unethical Podcast. fucking chariots of fire right as he blows his yeah. fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's called chariots of fire that's right yeah randy is such an asshole yeah fuck that guy fuck that girl fuck them oh yeah sorry fuck that lady i don't i don't care whatever it is do you guys like have anybody in your lives that like you just they're an asshole but like you can't really do anything about it yeah it's me <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way about most of my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know this girl who's like, you know, not in my close circle of friends or anything, but it's kind of like everything that bad happens to her has been like brought on by her. Yeah. So it's kind of like you should stop complaining because like the more you complain, the more you sound like a fucking idiot <laughs> to everyone listening who's like not in your circle. She might grow out of it. She's like almost 40. She will not grow out of it. In fact, it's going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) I'm just like, you can just do that over there. Just stay over there. I'm going to keep my peace over here. And, you know, when shit gets tense, I'll just come sit right next to you and then I'll break it all. Crack a joke or some shit, you know? Yeah. Hey, at least you actually care. I just tell people like that to fuck off. It's a it's a hard thing to do, but uh just dropping the people that don't bring you joy to Mary Kondo your life is a real thing and it's uh helpful to my mental health people that drive me bonkers I just don't hang around with I just try to avoid and I bring people I like around me it's just the way it is because otherwise I will say something that's the thing is I know I'm too much of a dick and I have no filter I will just be like I hate you I'd rather just like be acquaintances with them yeah I just kind of quietly remove myself entirely you know little by little but eventually it turns into entirely no and and i'll go back and try every once in a while and remember oh yeah this is why i don't hang out with them anymore but i still remain cool you know i'm not gonna there's just the way they are and i'm just the way i am and we're just not compatible that way you know but i'll still be cool with everyone yeah you'd rather leave while you still kind of like each other before you don't yeah yeah i see what you're saying well i recently came across a guy on the internet who I kind of immediately decided I don't like. Okay. okay. And I kind of wanted to talk about him today. Um, oh, <laughs> I was like, that what? was a good sly way to start this episode. Tal Lee Hall. My God, girl, you did it. You got us both. <laughs> so, you guys ready? I'm so ready. So, there once was a man named John Basso uh, who still exists. <laughs> <laughs> great start thank god Uh, he didn't really want to go to medical school so he decided to become an entrepreneur instead was he was there ever talk of going to medical school was that just like the default everybody is going to medical school until they're not until you decide you're not yeah (laughs) well in the early 2000s uh john basso decided to go into nutritional health 
Um, but instead of going in the medical field direction, he opened several Jenny Craig stores. I hate these assholes already. I'm sorry. <laughs> right away, I'm like, I fucking multi-level marketing uh, workout douchebag. Oh, great. Let's hear. Hopefully, you said he still exists. He doesn't even die. Perfect. Let's go. <laughs> it's really just, just just sentence a man to death for opening a Jenny Craig. Such an ass. <laughs> Hang him. He's a witch. <laughs> uh, he also had a side business of being a fitness trainer for a number of years in Tempe, Arizona. He was pretty confident that he had the market in his hands uh, and he had the mentality to draw in droves of people who desperately wanted to make a change. That's nice. That's nice enough. If that's your intention. Well, he soon found out he was um, sadly mistaken. Many of his clients tried and failed over and over to lose weight and eventually stopped frequenting his gyms or the J. Craig Craig spots for one reason and one reason only, according to John. They liked their cholesterol-soaked burgers and greasy fries more than diet and exercise. (laughs) No fucking shit. Of course they do. Was that Johnny Cochran saying that? That is like the best like OJ line ever. If it doesn't fit, you must have quit. You like your cholesterol and fries and your big fat thighs. I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, John had a taste for revenge on gluttony. Okay. Oh my God. All right. Did he buy cocaine for everyone? Jeez. I mean, it would have probably would have done a little better job. Um, If I'm paying that much for a diet regimen and it doesn't include cocaine, there's something wrong with the medical field. <laughs> this isn't the medical field. This isn't. This is. This is fucking franchising. It, yeah, it's 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 pyramid schemes. It's all just one big scam. People don't change. The weight loss industry brings in billions of dollars a year, and like one percent of those people actually loses any weight. Yeah, it is. A very hard thing to do. It's a lot easier to gain it than it is to lose it. I wish everything was as easy as getting fat. Me too. Man, I wish getting fat was a lot healthier. That's what I wish. (laughs) Just eat as much as I want and not die. You know what, Richard? If you don't eat this tub ice cream, you might die tonight. Fine. I guess I'll have to eat the tub ice cream. (laughs) I genuinely believe like where we're sitting with technology, there are probably a million ways for people to be able to not gain weight. There are probably a million different ways that we could do it scientifically to make sure that people never got fat again, but it's profitable for the the medical industry. It's profitable for the weight loss industry. It's profitable for like any kind of meeting or any kind of media, cosmetics, all those industries. People getting fat is really good for the economy. Really good for funeral homes too. Dark. Me. Dark. Uh, you know what I wish really worked to get you skinny instead of these like Jenny Craig's and stuff is that belt thing you used to have to wrap around your belly and it just shook. I wish that thing was a real thing. <laughs> the one where you like lean against it and it goes like. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't actually work. Maybe it, maybe it has some benefit. Like, I don't know. What am I? I'm not. What is this guy's name again? John Basso. I'm no John Basso. 
I don't think it matters if it works. You learn to move your hips like that, people will flock to you even if you are fat. <laughs> I got hips like Shakira. My jiggly hips don't lie. You get so good at it that you just don't need the belt anymore. You just do that. Exactly. <laughs> you can just make yourself do it. Talk about throwing your weight around. Still the indent still there from where the belt was. So it's just like. <laughs> oh, so it's like this like really heavy middle-aged dudes with no ass. <laughs> but like a big gun. <laughs> it's like their muffin top starts under their armpits. Oh, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Tally. I had to talk about the belt thing. Just to clarify, we're all fat here. Don't come after us for fat shaming. It's self-deprecation. There's a difference. Yes. Yeah. Leave us alone. We like our pudding packs. I am 240 pounds, five foot nine. Leave me alone. Um, so John set out to enlighten the people um, of just how bad this type of food really is. And he was going to do it in the most shocking way possible. Instead of helping people get in shape, he decided he was going to help them get fat. He thinks, why not give the people what they really want? Wait, what? Whoa, whoa. whoa. Isn't he just trying to create more clients for himself, though? It seems correct, but I mean, let's think about this in a more, uh, as a fat person brain, uh, of course this is going to work. What is he giving them free food and shit? This is amazing. Good stuff too. Probably like popcorn with extra butter, like double layers. You know, when you're at the theater and you just get them to put a little bit in, then butter, then a little more, then butter, then a little more, then butter, then fill her up, then butter. What? I like this guy now. I just get them to fill my 20 ounce cup with butter, just so we're clear. <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> i'm just like give me the jug i know it's under there at my local theater they just have a machine that is out in the lobby and you can just like get your own fake butter oh that's great yeah i looked at the ingredients with that once and it wasn't that bad but i don't remember what they are now vegetable oils are actually awful for you yeah they're high in um hcl I don't care. I don't want to live forever. I never asked to be a hundred. Like, yeah, nobody wants to be a hundred. Fuck that. 70 even sounds like too far, you know, but my parents are getting up there and I don't want them to die. So I feel bad. My grandma's 82. Jesus Christ. Maybe I do want to be that old, but I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather just eat like a pig until I have a heart attack than call it quits a little bit. Do the double bypass thing. And then like chill out, you know, instead of just like suffering my whole life, I'll suffer once really badly. And then the rest of my life after that. <laughs> I heard open heart surgery is not that bad. Yeah, it's probably it's probably not a big deal. Well, you're asleep the whole time. So yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I worked with this guy who had two heart attacks, a stroke. A nurse ended up giving him um a medication that he's allergic to. So he started having an anaphylactic reaction, and everyone thought he was having another heart attack. So like they're about to go it like they're about to take him into surgery and thank God his wife like just rushed in the door and was like, no, they gave him this. They gave him this. Just he's having a anaphylactic shock. Like give him a Zeppi pen for fuck. Yeah. And then finally he was like, oh, good God, you guys are about to tear me open because of this. Like, how dare you? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> he was he was a wild one to work with. I that's bet. for sure. Yeah, I mean, he was an old guy, you know, so he, he lived a lot of lives. Amen. Yeah, he didn't have many left by the time I quit. 
And that's kind of why I quit. Cause I was like, I don't really want to be here when you have that third heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I needed health insurance and I was done with college. So I'm surprised America doesn't have those whole punch cards. Third one and it's free. <laughs> Hell no. Capitalism. Yeah, but a loyalty program is very effective marketing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you listening, Cedar Sinai? <laughs> Somebody gets a punch card for heart. Uh, I, I want to know. That would be hilarious because you know what? Celeste, you're probably right. There's probably some sort of maybe not a, obviously fucking open heart surgeries, but like something. There's got to be like the next liposuction's free or like skin care or like a plastic surgery. There's got to be something in the States where you get a punch card from a medical procedure. Okay, so in 2005, John opened a very small diner to which he proudly named the Heart Attack Grill with a 1950s hospital theme where John acts and is addressed as Dr. John, Chief Surgeon, and a menu full of only the most fattening foods possible. This is every greasy spoon in every small town. This isn't even like anything new. Good for you. You're a doctor doing this. This is a step down. Or I guess you're a fitness guy. This is a step down. With business booming, John's next course of action was to broaden his horizons or inseams. Where better than Sin City itself, where he could, quote, help people live recklessly. Yeah. He closed the location in Tempe in early 2000 and opened a new location on Fremont Street in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know the the patrons of that diner followed him there. You know they Mm -hmm. did. Oh, for sure. And themed restaurants, themed stores and things is a huge thing in Vegas. He knew what he was doing for sure with that move. Let me walk you through the heart attack grill. As you walk through the doors of the restaurant, you are warmly admitted by waitresses dressed in sexy nurse outfits. Yeah. Mm. They place a patient gown over your clothes and lead you to the table. Your clothes aren't even going to get dirty when you eat like a fucking pig. This is great so far. You don't even have to walk to your table if you don't want to. They will happily put you in a wheelchair and wheel you to it. <laughs> I want it. I will keep I'm going. Keep going. You're then provided a massive menu with even more massive items to order. The most famous item on the menu is the quadruple bypass burger, which is featured in the Guinness Book of World Records for being the most calorific food. You can just squeeze the calories out of it. It's just dripping <laughs> cholesterol. Calorific. That's a technical term, I assume. I, that's what it says in the book. Okay. However, you can choose anywhere from a single bypass burger, which is a half pound burger patty, cheese, onion, tomato, and chili. You can also add five slices of bacon if you'd like. I don't know about this. I'm looking at them now. Like there's an octuple. Anyways, like they're too big. It's too big. The largest burger on the menu is the octuple bypass burger, which was only created to beat their own previous world record of the most calorific food. There's no one left to beat, Johnny. Who are we going to beat now? Let's beat ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm sure you can guess how horrendous this is going to sound. I don't think I'd use the same adjective, but okay. 
eight half pound burger patties, yes. eight slices of cheese, yes, four times the chili as a single bypass, yes, with the choice to add 40 slices of bacon. 40 slices. Does it still come with like the onions and tomatoes? <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. yep. Just like one? <laughs> I think right on top. Yeah, just because. <laughs> This this massive artery clogger stands one and a half feet tall. That's like half a meter, guys. And nearly 20,000 calories. Really? That's it? <laughs> Sheer amazement of you not thinking that's lots is the best part about this so far. That doesn't seem like that much to me. Here's the equivalent. This is the equivalent to the average person's calorie intake for two and a half weeks in one sitting. How much does this cost? $27. <laughs> That's it? Really? That's cheap. Adding the 40 pieces of bacon adds another $8. That's like a buck per thousand calories. That's like a dollar a meal. I, I it makes <laughs> It makes me want to throw up. I was kind of scared that I was going to throw up just describing that. I would eat a piece of that, but you can't eat the whole thing. That's the thing. It's just too big. By the time you're eating it, it'd be all like mush. You'd be slipping out the fucking tips of your fingers. You'd be like, I love this so goddamn much. Like you couldn't do it. It'd be gross. The octuple bypass burger is actually the burger that you eat for the challenge. Of course. Please tell me no one has ever successfully ate it. The one person I actually watched do it because I was so horrified. She was 118 pounds to start with. So her name is Peggy Neo, and she does have a YouTube channel. In the beginning of the video, she said, I'm hoping not to get spanked again. I tried this last month and did not succeed. She hasn't eaten since then. As far as calories, she's good. She was 118 pounds to start with. And she goes in and she orders the octuple bypass burger and two sodas and she eats the entire thing in 41 minutes and 12 seconds and she wins a t-shirt and her meal is free of charge wow 27 dollars to shorten your life by 27 years good try she weighed 123 pounds when she left so she gained five pounds and she literally looked five months pregnant well she's 118 pounds to start with she was very, she was pretty tall, very slender. I mean, she looked heavily pregnant. It looked like it hurt. I'm sure it hurt like hell. It's just so weird what you, people will do to get themselves on the wall of obscure restaurant because they ate the fucking steak or whatever. It's so weird to me. It's She had said that the first six patties went down pretty easy, but then she started getting the meat sweats. Have you guys ever heard of the fucking meat sweats? Oh, yeah. Many times. I have never heard of this before. I am just so behooved. <laughs> I usually get the meat sweats if I get a nice big fat steak at a restaurant and I'm like halfway through the steak. I'm just like, oh my God, it's so good. Time to eat more though. There is not a steak eating contest on this planet that I could not win. And I promise you that. How do you like your steak? Medium. How about you, Richard? Medium rare. I told you I'm chill. <laughs> You know what? Just throw it on there for a couple seconds each side. I'm good. I have a buddy that eats it blue. It's fucking gross. Ooh. It's just to be cool. It's not even tasty. Like, it's gross. Just to be like, look, I eat raw meat. And just eat it fucking cooked like the rest of us. You yeah, widow. but if you order medium rare, they give it to you medium most of the time. 
So there's a little bit more to this menu that's a little more shocking and more shocking than a 17 foot burger with a mutant heart, by the way, because who has eight valves going into the heart needing an octuple fucking, I thought you only had four valves, like max you get as a quadruple bypass. You can't get an octuple bypass. <laughs> okay. So there's also a half pound coronary dog, flatline fries and O-rings. Everything is deep fried and pure lard. And the flat top is also greased with pure lard. I'm okay with all of that. The milkshakes are made with the highest butterfat content known in the history of milkshakes. Yes, talk dirty to me. I didn't know what that (laughs) meant. So I was like, I don't really know if that's true, but the restaurant is like really proud of that. So I had to put it in there. Whatever butterfat content is. I'm pretty sure that means that they over churn the cream so that it's closer to butter. And there is like a slab of butter on top of the milkshake itself. I have a buddy that eats butter in his coffee. Like, stop listening to Joe Rogan. It's called bullet coffee. It's like a thing. It's huge for keto. Butter and, okay, explain. (laughs) Is it melted butter? Well, the coffee's hot, so. Yeah, you literally, you put, you take like a quarter stick of butter and you put it in the cup of coffee and it melts and it's called bullet coffee. And you just drink it. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a a fat boost at the beginning of your day. Because when you're like eating keto, you get your energy from fat and not from carbohydrates. So it converts it instead of glucose into ketones. I'll be like, oh, yeah, hey, I like your lip gloss. I'll be like, oh, it's not. It's my bullet coffee. (laughs) This is my greasy butter lips. (laughs) That's all I can picture is like brown gloss. I've never had bullet coffee. I, I don't know. I assume it doesn't taste very good. So full sugar sodas are also available. There's no diet soda, uh, craft beer, wine served from IV bags. <laughs> <laughs> they just like put it right into your skin because right in your mouth. Yeah. It's like fake, like on party buses and stuff it's like Halloween. Um, and then they also have the jello shot containers, you know, that's like a fake syringe. Oh, shooters. Yeah. Yeah. Shooters um, made with half vodka. And unfiltered cigarettes that you are allowed to smoke inside the establishment are on the menu. Have you guys ever had an unfiltered cigarette? Oh, yeah. I used to roll my own. It's fucking terrible. That's when I started coughing up black shit. I was like, I should probably stop. And maybe I'm wrong on this, so don't quote me. But I'm pretty sure the filters are like a gimmick anyway. It doesn't really stop the tar. I'm sure some, but not all for sure. No way. It mutes the taste. That's the main part of filters. Yes. Roll your owns were super tangy, not just like smooth. Ew, listen to me talk about cigarettes like that. Ew, cigarettes are gross. This menu also offers a free meal to anyone who weighs over 350 pounds, which is 158 kilos. Tally's very upset about this place. I love it. <laughs> There's no fruits or vegetables. You're supposed to have a green. Tomatoes? Craft beer. Oh, right. Never mind. I will take an ivy bag of wine and that's it. Craft beer. <laughs> uh, oh, no. I think it killed him. <laughs> oh. Okay, so... <clears throat> There are two industrial-sized livestock scales, one on the inside and one on the outside of the establishment. Another appeal to the restaurant is the desirably dressed waitresses spank you as a punishment if you fail to eat your entire meal. Kind of, the more I'm thinking about this restaurant, I don't know, it's kind of like weirdly nice to fat people. 
It's like the first place that doesn't shame you out for being a this fat ass. This is fat shaming. This is making the this is making fat people a punchline. It's ironic to the fat person. If you could finally just be like, look how much I weigh when I walk into this place. I don't care. Everyone's laughing. Haha. <laughs> it's not a like, a, oh, wow. They're not doing that when they walk in. They're going like, shame on you with a hot girl slapping you in the ass. It's taking the whole thing and kind of like flipping what the narrative is in our part of the world uh, where fat people are like unhealthy and stuff, like making it like a fun game. It's not. Yeah, you're right. It's that's what this guy's intention is to fat shame everyone. But I don't think it's coming across that way. It's like, look at all the food that you would like and look at all the you can get like just the scale part made me think like, why would you get on that? Oh, yeah, because everyone else is fat around you and you just don't care anymore. And if you're over 350 pounds, you get free food. You know, people who aren't fat go there to laugh at the fat people. It's like a zoo. Yeah, yeah, but I sit in uh, restaurants and look at people and make fun of them all the time, too. Like, it's uh, just people watching. It's just what people do. It doesn't really matter. Now you're going there. You can feel comfortable amongst your kind. No. See, that in and of itself is mean to the other fat people. (laughs) Your existence makes me feel better about myself, fatty. But that's what we listen to true crime for. Let's be honest. This is what we watch all entertainment for is to escape the reality that is us. It's just like anything else. You're not, it's not like you go to the other fatter guy and be like, you're fatter than me. I feel better. You just look over and go like. You just feel it. <laughs> John Basso created this for the controversy. This is exactly what he wants. Are you easy to kidnap due to small physical stature, predictable patterns, or good old-fashioned low intelligence? Are you easily lost or incapacitated due to poor sense of direction, clumsiness, or good old-fashioned low intelligence? If you answered both of those questions in the affirmative, you sound a lot like me. And if you are like this zero-time award-winning podcast host, you're also ugly. Here at Unethical Podcast, we believe in personal safety and peace of mind for ourselves and our loved ones. That's why we've partnered with HelpYouFind.me. If something were to happen to you and your loved ones want to find you fast, they can simply follow their exclusive link provided by you to a folder containing your secure information, including itineraries for travel, passwords for your devices and accounts, and unfiltered photographs for your missing persons poster that actually look like you. All of your data is encrypted and cannot be accessed by anyone but you and those who have your permission, so no one will know you're not really good looking unless it's an emergency. So you keep filtering those selfies and removing those unflattering tags with the comfort of knowing you will be recognized by strangers from your missing persons poster if you ever end up on one. Making changes to your peace of mind folder is as easy as sending a text message so it can be updated on the go. Whether it's sharing an ID for your cab driver, or sharing a license plate from that creepy guy you went on a date with, or even just updating your friends on a delay. Right now, if you sign up for any helpyoufind.me services, you will receive 15% off with our exclusive code UNETHICAL15. To sign up or for more information, you can click the link in the description. Stay safe, everyone, and most of all, stay ugly. Your secret is safe with helpyoufind.me. Look, I want to go, okay? I am sold on this place. I want to go there (laughs) and eat and smoke unfiltered cigarettes and have wine in my veins. I'm there for it. I'm here for it. I just know that it's not a sense of camaraderie. 
I've seen the videos of these fat men getting spanked by these waitresses and their smiles are ear to fucking ear. They get a little attention. The original goal when he started opening his fitness places was to help people, right? I think he succeeded in helping people in just a different way. That's what I think on the so, so far. I'm pretty sure his goal was just to make money through the weight loss industry. But since he wasn't making enough money, he's like, how about I make even more money through the weight gain industry? You know what? I have a feeling Tally has more to say. So has anyone actually had a heart attack here? You may ask, but didn't. The answer <laughs> is yes. And we will get there. But first, we need to talk about the first death associated with the restaurant. It wasn't a heart attack? <laughs> the first. Okay, let's do this. During the startup of the Las Vegas location, one of his followers from Tempe, Blair River, local spokesperson and daily visitor of the Heart Attack Grill, weighed 575 pounds and stood six foot eight inches tall when he came down with the flu that resulted in pneumonia, which was the official ruling of his death. He was 29 years old. Oh, bummer. Yeah, but at that height, 575 pounds, that would be like someone my height being like probably my weight, realistically. Any healthcare professional would agree that if Blair were in better shape at the time of the onset, he very well could have survived the pneumonia, but his lungs and heart were already working too hard for him to pull through. Them filterless cigarettes, they'll get you. The same man who had given Blair a free burger every day for six months as a reward for already being a large, overweight, ma- overweight man referred to his death as, quote, tragic. A free burger? He ate that beast every day? No, he got the, the single bypass, but for free every day because he weighed over 350 pounds. You set this up so well for my brain, Tally, because like now I'm feeling bad. Like, I thought you meant, like, they would get a free one, like, the first time. Every single fucking day. As long as you weigh over 350 pounds. You can even go twice a day. He wants you to. Okay, so Blair was actually a stand-in spokesperson for the unofficial face of the Heart Attack Grill, a man named John Alleman, a.k.a. Patient John, instead of Dr. John. Oh, I thought you meant, like, he's okay with waiting. (laughs) Um, So he was endearingly referred to as patient John by other locals and patrons of the restaurant. John was actually taking a break from his daily trips to the burger joint uh, as he recovered from open heart surgery for an actual bypass when he heard of the news of Blair's passing. Despite this foreshadowing event, John Alleman kept going to get his free burger. And in 2013, he dropped dead of a heart attack while waiting for a bus right out front of the heart attack grill. Like he was just leaving dinner? Yes. Well, that's a lot of pure lard. Where are they getting it? From 350 pound plus patrons. That makes me think of Fight Club when he steals fat from the liposuction place. To make soap, yeah. And it rips. uh, There's a part where they're stealing it from the liposuction place in bags. He's chucking over the fence and it rips on the fucking fence and drips right all over the guy. That's pretty gross. Edward Norton gets covered in. Uh, So back in 2012, so this is a year prior to patient John's death, two other customers collapsed on the floor of the restaurant within months of one another. One was heavily indulging in a double bypass and the other was eating a triple bypass burger and both were washing it down with copious amounts of alcohol. Both of these customers escaped the same fate as John and Blair and were reported to be working on their recoveries. Good. 
Regarding these heart-stopping events, John Basso was quoted in an interview with Business Insider to say, death equals business at the heart attack grill. Will it please me if other spokesmen die in the future? Absolutely. Nice piece of shit. Uh, like how many people died in just normal non-heart attack themed restaurants? So he's actually not doing super well. His body count's pretty low. Uh, He went on to say that his culpability of the deaths and near deaths of his customers is as much his as any other fast food joints that has provided the individuals with food. I don't really think it's his call to make. (laughs) He believes that the heart attack grill is a way of extreme exposure therapy for Americans to wake up and make a lifestyle change. Oh, so he's helping them. It's a slaughterhouse. I think he's helping with self-esteem, but that's about it. His little controversial mind is doing something. Um, Dr. John goes out of his way to add shock value to the media. An example of this was when he appeared for an interview with Time Magazine with a bag of one of his deceased customer's ashes and just tossed it on the table in front of the interviewer, Betty Lou. How big was the bag? Just like a Ziploc. Really? Expected like a fucking garbage bag. I don't know why he had them. So the rest of the ashes probably were a lot more. He probably offered a free heart attack burger to the wife to give me some of his ashes. Uh, He explained that he chose to bring the ashes along as a warning to those who keep eating this terrible food every day. Also urging large fast food franchises such as McDonald's to hold the same accountability if he is getting all the flack for the deaths of his customers. Yeah, they do for sure. There's been movies made about this, like full-blown documentaries about like how bad McDonald's is for you. Relax their heart. I never heard about you till today. Chill. Mm-hmm. Supersize me. And they have like full ad campaigns about childhood obesity and shit like that. They're aware. John exclaims that he at least has the guts to tell people straight up not to eat at his restaurants because the food will kill them. But John knows the people won't stop eating bad food. John concluded the interview with, quote, the entire fast food industry is pretty grim. Come on down to the heart attack, girl. Don't. (laughs) You know you want to, but don't. I kind of agree with him at that point, in a way, like, I don't agree with just tempting the addicts into killing themselves. I don't like that. But I do like him being like, you know what? It's all terrible. I'll tell you it's terrible. McDonald's will make a summer camp for kids. Who's worse? McDonald's didn't open with the intention of being like this massive driving force of obesity. They opened, they were just like any other burger shop selling the same shit. Their thing was just getting it to you faster. We don't know how many of his customers had heart attacks at home. We only know about the ones that happened at or near the restaurant. The whole thing is toxic. I I agree with that. Making the whole experience just one big giant IV of serotonin. This guy here just says if you're 350 pounds, you get your meal for free. First time ever that you ever get something for free for being a big guy. Usually you can't even get a train ticket or a plane ticket because you're big. Here, you're treated like a man. You get free something because you're the best. I think this guy's worse. I despise this man. Despite John playing an heuristic, no-holds-barred doctor. Not a real doctor, by the way. He's actually a normal human being after all. Did he also have a heart attack? (laughs) He challenges his own deadly sins. Can you guess what they are? Sloth. Gambling. John has a weakness for lust. News broke in 2019 that a former employee was suing him for sexual harassment. 
She received unsolicited sexual comments, dick pics, and relentless attempts to woo her by sending flowers to her home address. Woo! The lady! John would fly into a fury if the female employee would have conversations with any other men. He started cutting her hours back, uh, so much so as an entire week at a time without explanation, but correlated heavily with the resentment to her declines to his antics. Uh, It just sounds like creepy, like middle-aged men. Not surprised by this at all. I'm a restaurateur as well. Like not even shocked at all. I've worked in a lot of fucking kitchens in my life. It is a gross place. He later appeared at her doorstep to proclaim his love for her. When she declined his advances, she was fired and threatened to keep her mouth shut about the incidents or face legal action. Right. He also sent another photo after the lawsuit was in place. The photo depicted a cardboard cutout of the female placed in a dumpster captioned where you belong. Custom ordered a cardboard cutout of this lady. It's a step above the 2D on a popsicle stick. A little impressed. He went a step further to openly admit in a text message that he is a quote jealous psychopath. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Unfortunately, John is also a greedy bastard. John filed a lawsuit against the Heart Attack Shack, which was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So all the way across the fucking country for trademark infringement. I bet you won the lawsuit too, because it sounds like it to me. It sounds like he's taking a good idea, ripping it off. Couldn't really find a whole lot about it, but the latest Yelp review states that the shack is permanently closed. John doesn't stop here with his power trip over this insane creation of his. Uh, He just has to sue the Heart Stopper Grill, which has also closed its doors since, but it was meant to be like a family-oriented place, much more like Burger King, McDonald's. John and his ego went as far as to sue again over the New York City's 2nd Avenue Deli for simply naming an item the, quote, instant heart attack sandwich. Okay, that's bullshit. Um, The federal courts basically told him to get off his high horse and ruled in favor of the NYC's 2nd Avenue Deli. Thus, the deli created a new menu item called the triple bypass sandwich in spite of that asshole. That's funny. Good for them. I just thought of this, uh, you know, when uh, TNT or whatever that channel became Spike TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spike Lee, the director of like uh, Cl- Black Klansman, like a bunch of movies like that. He sued them. He was like, you're stealing my name. It's like, it's Spike, man. Get out of fucking down. <laughs> like, it could be about volleyball. Like, exactly. fuck off. He's suing the entire Nintendo franchise. Yeah. Not franchise corporation. That's what that green dude's name is. I think it's Spike. Spike, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, that's all I have on the Heart Attack Kitchen or Heart Attack Grill. Wow. Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> Sued. <laughs> oh, shit. Some dude kicks in the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better not call this the uh, Heart Attack episode. and be like, that's what I was going to call my episode. No, this is definitely going to be called the Quadruple Bypass episode. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's perfect. No, you set it up for my brain perfectly because you knew that the fat man in me was going to be like, come on, greasy sandwiches. What are you going to stop me with that? Then he starts. (laughs) Then I start feeling bad because he killed people. I don't like that. And the spokespeople, no less. Like it was the people who he came to know as like friends, you know, 
And he was just like, we're going to need another Timmy. Yeah, that man makes no friends. Yeah. No. I bet you because layers upon... I'm still on the McDonald's thing. I bet you the layers upon layers of like corporate entity that we don't know really who the CEO of McDonald's is right now. I couldn't tell you even if I wanted to know or the last five or anything. This John guy is heading up this place by himself. So he takes a lot more flack. I bet you if we looked into CEOs of McDonald's, there'd be some shady ass fucking shit just like him. Just as greedy, just as pieces of shitty. Uh, I I don't like, I I like, the one thing I do like about this guy is that he went on TV and went, fuck you. I know I'm bad. They know they're bad. I'm just admitting it. And I like that. I I think that's really cool. He loves the limelight though. His ego is so large when you, he like, he like puts in contacts to like make his eyes look even freakier. He always has a stethoscope on. His head is bicked. You know, he's in a doctor's, he's in a white jacket the whole time. Like every time he appears and every time he's in the restaurant, he's in that white jacket, stethoscope, crazy looking fucking eyeballs. Like he wants to look like a mad doctor. This guy didn't get into medical school. No, he did not. He didn't even try. He tried. No, he did not. Try. No, he, no, he, tried. you think so? He tried. He tried. He didn't, he didn't get into medical Somehow, school. like he um, came up with this idea through um, a thesis he wrote for becoming a fitness trainer it was a master's thesis in something and just what was it like physical therapy maybe or something i don't know it's uh, honestly it's an interesting exploit I, I do i don't like that he's doing it but i did i've never heard of anyone doing it on purpose before just like come on in you know it's, it's different it's something it's an original idea like maybe not original but it's something that i haven't heard of before so well, encouraging obesity in this society is unheard of. People are fat. People are like are total second class citizens everywhere. Yeah, For sure. And and to be honest, like being that size is very bad for your health. And there's like it shouldn't be stigmatized the way it is. But there's a reason people should be concerned. Maybe maybe that's the yeah. word. I don't know how to explain it. There's there's reason for it to have a taboo. It's just. I don't know if this guy is, this guy's definitely not helping the situation. And he's absolutely aware of like hereditary disorders, medication, side effects. Yeah. Straight up addiction, which is the reason most people are obese. Eating disorders. Yeah. Um, there is a new eating disorder that is just binge eating, but it's under the category of anorexia. Yeah. But it's only binge eating. It's new it, because things are still evolving. We're still learning all this shit. And then there's always going to be a fucking wedge getting driven in it somewhere by the name of John Basso. <laughs> no, and that guy's not helping, but I mean, like, at least he's not making this a chain. Like, imagine fucking heart attack cafes or heart attack grills just started popping up all over America. That would be a lot scarier. You know, it's like kind of like a going to Vegas crazy thing so far. No, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I don't think there, there's no reason. There's no reason for him to turn it into a chain. I mean, yes, he could he could profit from, you know, the franchising fees or whatever. But realistically, he is in the best place to be. People go to Vegas. That is just where they go. They call it Sin City for a reason. He's perfect. I, I, exactly. That's, that's a good way to put it, Sin City. Uh, but like you think about places like super touristy, like like on like a carnival cruise or something, you put one of those or like. Like you could probably make a shit ton of money. This guy, that's what I'm saying. This guy can make some shit tons of money if he wanted to be crazy. He like, has shit tons of money. I think it would cost so much money to run the franchises with the recipes that they need to use. 
yeah. half pound burgers for free for a lot of people. Imagine the obesity rate in America alone. That is free burgers every day for sure. He's he's given free food away. It wouldn't succeed that way anywhere. I'm else. just like, yeah. how? Yeah. I'm like, how is this guy even making money? <laughs> because it's Vegas and there's always going to be re new uh, crowds, new people wanting to experience the new thing. So, yes. And most people aren't going to be repeaters. It's not like your 350 pound guy is going to come in every day. Most of the time he'll be there on a trip, come in once, fuck off. And even skinny people go there for the experience. You know, it's they're going there to whale watch. That's good marketing. Put me in touch with this guy. Whale watching in the middle of the desert. (laughs) Wouldn't it be awesome, though? I bet you if you tried to call him, Tally, or someone tried to call him, we'd get an interview. If he likes the limelight that much. I was going to until I found out how much I fucking hate him. I'll call him. (laughs) I was like, Celeste could have a conversation with him. I could not. I wonder if he has an agent. Like, he probably does. He probably has a fucking guy who's, like, the middleman between him and the world. I'm sure he likes the publicity. I mean, he doesn't need it, but I'm sure he likes it. He'd come on. Would you have? Would you ask him hard questions? Have you met me? We would. We'd grill him probably down to a half-pound burger <laughs> patty. <laughs> Let's lard up the grill. Is he, like... I gotta see this guy. Is he a big guy, too? Is he, like, 350 pounds? He looks like a fucking boxer. What a dink. He was a fitness trainer. Yes. If he was now, I'm, now I'm going away. If he was a big, like 400 pound dude and he was doing this for the love of food, I'd be more in with him, but he's doing it to kill everyone. So I don't like him anymore. If he's like, I love big ass burgers and I want to be the champ. I'd be cool. I'd be cool with him. I promise. That's, I think that's how I separate it. He's yeah, a he considers it extreme exposure therapy. Yeah. It's weird. like he has some sort of psychological degree or something. He is killing fat people. Yes. Like on purpose. He's he's probably considers himself some kind of like, like he's cleansing, you know? Like, this is the fucking guy. Oh my God. He looks like a super villain. He looks like a Bond villain. Yep. He is cleansing the world of fat people. He tried to do it through getting them to lose weight. That won't work. Now he's just going to kill them. He's the Hitler against fat people. <laughs> Only he has no army. His army is in white clothing and bows. They would have preferred the concentration camps if they got massive burgers there though i promise you that lead them in on a burger on a fishing pole are we sure everyone that goes in comes out like are there just some stragglers that that's what i said he's using the fat people to get all the lard (laughs) that's how he keeps his costs down (laughs) and the meat for the burgers these people fat people a local grocery stores and food markets are looking for them. Like, where is my $300 a week uh, extra money? Why am I not getting my extra money this week? Where did they go from the Midwest? You know, the little grocer that they go to anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He even got flack from the uh, nursing association uh, from Tempe telling them to stop with the uniforms because it's segregation amongst professional lines of work um that you know nurses have been trying very hard to like break you know because nurses aren't always female and doctors aren't always male you know yeah i thought you were gonna go in with like the nurses are mad because he's giving a bunch of people heart attacks no it's because they don't want to portray the image of a nurse being a sexy nurse being helpful because they've worked so hard to get away from that stigma you know we've we've come a long way They did not go to school for all those years for this. Yeah. 
we all know how much abuse nurses get. I get it. I do get it. I, the objectifying, like making a woman adopt. I get that part. But I mean, like sexy nurse costumes are sexy. So what do you want from men? It's yeah. stop making them sexy. That's all. Like, it's not our fault. Nurses make- don't even wear sexy nurse costumes. Uh, that's I the said, problem. I didn't say nurse outfits. I didn't say scrubs. What I said was sexy nurse outfits. Yeah, but don't call them nurses. They're like the candy stripers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. They're not nurses. Okay. Give me some chick with a messy button scrubs. Yeah. They're also waitresses in a restaurant. They are not even like medically trained for anything. And they're in these uniforms. Okay. But I mean, like, it just ruins the fantasy to call them candy strippers. It sounds like they're children. Wait, 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 wait. This place is supposed to be hospital themed and everything is red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blood red. Mm-hmm. Eat, motherfucker. Eat and get angry. <laughs> yeah. No white walls. Kind of hospital. I don't know, like a psychopath hospital. And the girls in these nurse outfits, it's not like the classic. It's like a uniform. 1950s. Yeah, it's very. That's when nurses were what is the modern day equivalent of healthcare aides. Yeah, whatever you want to call them. It just, yeah, let's call them. Let's call them. You know what? They're not nurses. They're surgeons. I don't care. We can call them sexy surgeons. I'm down. (laughs) It's a massive promotion. I don't care. They deserved it. They went to school for this. Oh, the nurses, you mean? I, I swear nurses are smarter than doctors. I get why they're mad. Yeah, it makes sense. It's just, it's taking away everything I love, you know? That's all. What? What? Sexy nurses. <laughs> That's everything you love. Everything. Blanket statement. <laughs> Looks like you won the lottery. I did. I really did. Uh, you asshole. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, you guys know I'm joking, right? Like, I don't care. <laughs> Celeste has to compartmentalize. She's still, gathering thoughts. She still has a face. Don't you have children that you love? Not as much as sexy nurses. Don't you have a wife you love? She is a sexy nurse. Not about the sexy nurses this whole episode. I just agree with nothing you say. Nothing. No, but this guy, honestly, like, I, it's funny as I, like, like I said, at first I was like, this guy's awesome for making this. Then you tricked me into fucking hating him or sorry, you tricked me into liking him. Then I realized I hated him, but then I realized I kind of do like him at the same time. So it's weird for me. It's, I've been a roller coaster in this one. So I, I, I don't know how to think about myself after this either, Celeste. So <laughs> as a person who was once fat. I really fucking hate this guy because I know how easy it is to fall back into bad habits. As someone who is fat, I love free food. Yeah. Look, I don't like the guy. I don't like the guy. I like the gimmick in general, if it was like a one-time thing. But for it to be designed to have repeat customers, that's the issue. Yeah, that's fucked up to me too. Because you know the little uh, burger that they're getting isn't enough, so they're gonna buy something anyway too, right? Like they're gonna, like they're not getting enough. They're going there getting a little burger, and then like they're not gonna get fries. They're not gonna get a drink. They're not gonna maybe get a bigger burger to go with it, or a second burger, or bigger fries, or so it's it's really kind of douchey, like the whole thing. Yeah. One guy uh, who did the octuple uh, challenge, octuple bypass challenge, um, he completed it and like. 30 minutes an odd change and um so john basso challenged him to also drink 32 ounces of beer so he did that in like five minutes and he just got an extra free shirt that's gross i don't like the eating challenge things anywhere not just at this place anywhere i find that like, maybe a hot sauce 
wing thing or something that would be it's not like you're excessive leading you're just eating something super spicy that's different to me but like the giant steaks or the ugh, it grosses me out nobody you ever watch videos of that they don't look like they're having fun they look like they're doing their job for the day no no, no like, yeah the professionals they aren't enjoying themselves yeah, like no. this is this is a uh something like this is like the olympics for them yeah this is something they practice every day to be the best at in the world and you know what whatever i respect them for it most of them you'll notice are like thin they're in somewhat good shape like the majority of them are this yeah. is just something they're good at but a lot of people go and they genuinely just love food yeah and like mostly in a healthy way most of them that do this and it's just something that they want to do for the experience and uh, you know maybe just like so we're 100 clear the people who go there every single day i don't hold any blame against anyone except them because there is a point where you are responsible and accountable for that i i know i'm fat i have a binge eating problem i'm not doing anything about it but i used to back when my mental health was better i used to do things about it and deal with it head on and stuff even i know there is a line that you don't do that don't go eat a burger every day just because it's free it's addiction addiction's a sound bitch man i don't yeah. care that this guy's doing this yeah if they weren't getting it there they'd go and they'd get it somewhere else i don't care that he's doing this i think it's toxic the way that he does it and the way that he like he relishes death on live t- on TV, national TV. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. It seems it seems like he is genuinely. This is a cleansing thing for him. That is how I'm going to deal with the fat people problem. He's just a small business owner trying to make it in the big world. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you don't know what COVID did to him. You don't know. <laughs> guys thanks so much for listening head on over to our facebook and instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical just search unethical podcast you can also find us on patreon where you can get access to all of our super awesome content uncut videos of our discussions and early release of all the episodes we are adding fun stuff all the time so you should definitely come and check it out thanks again we appreciate all of you Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>